As a young teen, Mary became a follower of Jesus after reading Focus on the Family's Brio magazine. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't have that. I'd really like to know what that's about. And so it was, it was an inward decision right there that I made in my room after reading you know, this article in the Brio magazine that I want to have that kind of walk with God that this girl is talking about. For 30 years, we've helped Mary grow in her faith. We've strengthened her marriage, and now we're equipping her to be a good mom to her own kids. Like really Focus on the Family has been, and all the, the different resources and individuals, the voices of Focus on the Family, it's really been a mentor to me, to my family, um, and just it's cool to see the legacy. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Mary's every month. Please call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Well, today we're going to cover some content that won't be appropriate for younger listeners. So if you have little ones around, grab the uh, earbuds or push the pause button and save this show for later because we're offering advice for how to have, quote, the talk with your kids. I'm John Fuller, joined by Danny Huerta. He's the vice president of the parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, this is something so many parents dread. I'm going to have to talk to my kids about sex. So you've got lots of great advice what are some common pitfalls for moms and dads to avoid when they're starting to think about and then having, quote, the talk? The big one is saying too much, too much about their history, too much about what they did wrong, <laughs> and not so much about setting a vision for why do we need to talk about sexuality. And sexuality is not all about the act of sex. It's about our foundations of who we are as a person, if we have a humble heart, if we have empathy, if we have self-control, all those are elements to our sexuality. And ultimately, it's learning how to be a contributor in a relationship, in, in a connection with someone else, rather than consuming them through sex. And what we hear in, in, in media is, how, how can we consume sex? And yeah, it's, it's all, all about, about me getting what I want from you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah, a big pitfall is having to go into a bunch of detail early on. You think that you need to do that and give them all and just in one talk, throw it all at them. And it's an ongoing conversation yeah. that begins with just little teachable nuggets when they're young about their character development and, and decision making. And eventually you get to the body and then the sexuality and connecting the parts. Yeah. I think I did okay on, you know, kind of building up uh, appropriately to having the talk. And then I think I did kind of fade away on some of the ongoing conversations that we really ought to have. And maybe you're feeling the same way. Let's go ahead and hear now a conversation that Danny and Jesse Manassian had with Focus President Jim Daly and me, in which they shared more helpful advice for uh, pushing through the awkward conversations you really have to have with your kids. The number one problem with this topic is really the parents' comfortableness or lack thereof <laughs> mm-hmm. to have this discussion. It's so true. So what's our problem? Oh. Why? I mean, this is something God has created. It is something good, human sexuality. Obviously, in a biblical context, in a marriage, monogamous for your lifetime. 
That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Why do we flub it up so much <laughs> or avoid this topic like yeah. the plague? Yeah, and Jim, you know, they call it secondhand stress. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's firsthand uh, stress, secondhand <laughs> stress. I'm it. Secondhand stress, where we, we impart stress into kids because of our anxieties around this topic. And it just seems awkward because we've made it awkward. It's become more of a consumer mindset around sexuality, and that, that will create shame when it's a it's a contributor mindset where you're wanting to give a gift to someone it becomes beautiful the way god designed it to be and so culture has set it up to become much more of a shameful thing and the sin around it Mm -hmm. but god created it beautiful jesse how about you the culture and obviously you're representing all women today so the culture the culture is it's tough because it's trying to grab our young people too and show them a worldly way when it comes to sexuality some of the girls teen magazines are horrific when it comes to the titles Mm -hmm. so how do we as parents how do we compete with that with our kids yeah i'd like to first piggyback off of what danny was saying i I just want to make sure parents, you hear me, it's going to be awkward. Like, yeah, okay, and it's okay. It. Like, I it. mean, I, I talk about all kinds of really random and, and difficult things with what I do. And still, when I have this talk with my kids, it's I have to force myself not to sweat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There was just something inherent in it and to force calmness into my voice and levity. Um, so let's just be okay with that, but still dive into the deep end. And and to your question, Jim, we, we have to be able to reclaim what God created to be good and call it good for our kids and show them what it's meant to be. I mean, I think when we paint a good and beautiful picture of how God designed our bodies to work and for men and women to come together, um, it's going to overshadow what they're seeing in the media and that counterfeit message that they're being fed. Well, and I love that emphasis that, you know, God's nature is self-evident, right? And Mm -hmm. certainly in physiology, it's self-evident what God intended with male and female. And the fact that that's even controversial is quite amazing (laughs) today. But it shows you the culture and the power of the culture. The other question, which is really critical right at the beginning of the show here, is how early should we start this discussion? It begins very early. Just about having kids learn about the the preciousness of their body, preciousness of, of their design, their identity in Christ. That's where it begins. Those are the foundations, how to handle friendships, how to learn patience, self-control, the elements around sexuality. It's not all about one talk and, and one conversation around sexuality. Sexuality encompasses our very being, you know, who we are as yeah, people. Yeah, but it's really important to emphasize that, though, that it's not one talk. We even call it the talk. Mm-hmm. Right. And we think, yeah. okay, we got that done. We don't have to go back check. there again. Yeah, yeah because, you know, it is awkward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, thank the Lord. Yeah. I had that chat with my boys, and now we're done. But yeah. that is not a healthy way no. to do this. Yeah. You need to do that, but there's so much more. Sure. You know, I remember, Jim, when, my, when I asked my dad, I was nine years old, around eight, nine. I said, hey, Dad, how are babies made? I just come from Mexico to the United States, a lot of curiosity was, was coming in. And he said, well, when a, when a boy lays next to a girl, they have a baby. And so the next time we had our cousins over, uh, I had a girl cousin next to me, we laid down and I sat up and I said, hey, I don't want to have a baby. <laughs> and, uh, and so there was a lot of confusion on my part. My dad thought, hey, you know, I, I think that was sufficient. For that moment. <laughs> For that moment. But uh, then well, I was is, afraid to get And that pregnant. gets to the point of age appropriateness. Yeah. And again, we're doing this, we're all giggling because it's, you know, it's awkward and funny, but this is to equip you as the parent to help you. That's why we've created this multi-dimensional launch into the teen years program for you. So it is an aid to help you do this better. 
But the age appropriateness is really critical. Mm-hmm. That may have been okay at that age. I don't know. Four or five, you might say something like that. But how do you use different elements of the environment to yeah. begin this discussion? I mean, if you're at the zoo, yes. you may see some things. That was that, our best yeah. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I was homeschooling my kids when they were young, and so we were at the zoo often, and my kids loved animals. And we were able to start beginning those early conversations as early as four and five and six of that God's designed life to reproduce. And, you know, you're always, yeah, there's always material at the zoo. Something's always going down <laughs> at the zoo. And so being able to talk about it in a in a disconnected sort of way. It's not a about people. Way. Yes, biologically yeah. disconnected. Um, or in the garden. I had a garden, and so we would talk about how the flowers were pollinated, or there's always, you know, a, a boy part and a girl part, and, you know, talking about that with flowers even at that age. And then as they get older, it's not necessarily, you know, starting completely new ground when they're starting to have questions or their bodies are starting to develop. You've already laid the groundwork and introduced vocabulary to begin these conversations. Yeah, that's good. All right, so Danny, in that conversation, you uh, addressed things like patience and self-control, and those are the kinds of things that might come to the top of mind for a lot of moms and dads having these kinds of discussions with their kids. What are some things that me, I'm not going to be thinking about that I, I really need to know? Yeah, one of them would be friendships. How do you handle friendships? How do you respond to certain things friends are doing? Just because the way that you handle people really comes out okay. in the way you handle sexuality. I appreciate that because I'm thinking, what? How do friendships play into sexuality? But you're saying it really is a ref- the way you do your friendships is a reflection of how you do relationships. Right, and friends have an impact on your belief systems, oh, yeah. on the way you see the world, your, your worldview uh, that you carry, the way they handle sexuality and begin to, to learn about sexuality in, in their lives. Uh, the other key one is identity. Do you ever talk about what it means to be a child of God and who gets a vote on who you are and, and what messages you're getting on what it means to be a male and a female? And, uh, and the, the fact that we naturally compare ourselves to one another and processing that with your, with your kids from an early age. What does it mean that somebody is better at something than you? Yeah. What does it mean that somebody may seem a little bit more masculine than you, according to what culture says. What does that mean in your story? And help bring it, especially the early stages of a child's life, you want to bring it to their experience. So you uh, saw this in a movie. What does that mean for you as you're growing up? Uh, They're they're getting messages from all over the place. Make sure you pause and talk about those. Uh, Also talk about the, the beauty of the body and the way that God is creating us and the scriptures that talk about that, that God formed us with intention, with purpose from the inside out. So Mm -hmm. that means our bodies, our minds, uh, even our experiences along the way. He orchestrates things as he shapes us and as we discover who we are in Christ. So as we talk about self-control and teach that, have practical uh, conversations along the way on how that impacts their friendships, their relationships with people, why patience is important, and one that research consistently says, and Scripture, is developing a humble heart. Mm -hmm. Make sure you do that as a parent. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your insights. Uh, This really is a challenging topic, and of course, we could cover everything today. But Focus on the Family has some great videos called Launch into the Teen Years that you can watch with your preteen or teenager 
those videos cover topics like relationships. We've discussed that here a little bit. Body image, uh, puberty, sex. It's a really helpful tool for having some great conversations with your child. And if you can support Focus on the Family today with a $60 gift, we'll say thank you by sending the Launch into the Teen Years kit, which includes the videos and additional resources, as our way of saying thank you. Learn more about that bundle of great resources and how you can uh, sign up to watch the first video for free online. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, or you'll find details in the episode notes. Well, next time we'll hear more about uh, the, the talk and how to know when your kids are ready for that. I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team here, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 